Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Blunts and Coffee. It's your boy in the place to be. It's your boy Will. What's good with you? Good morning. Happy Easter to y'all, boys. All right. Yes, we are recording on Easter Sunday. He has risen. So we're going to get to all the prayer and, you know, the good food later on. But uh, <laughs> before we get to that, man, we got another Sunday uh, Sunday morning conversation that we got to dig into today, man. We kind of got a deep one today for y'all, man. Something that's, you know... Took us some, you know, some planning to really think about it, like how we want to, you know, really talk about this, uh, this conversation that we're gonna dig into. But um, I, I feel like we can just kick it off, man. So there's always been this ongoing conversation, discussion of how soft we are as a generation, right? Whether we've been taught it by our parents, our grandparents, our coaches, or anybody, you know, who's who, who's an elder figure in our lives, Anyone you know. That fought through nine and shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. anybody who fought in wars, you know, just, who just worked at the steel mill their whole life, you know. So these kids are soft nowadays, and we hear this all the time. And you know, of course, you know, you feel a certain way about somebody calling you soft, right? Yeah. But I think we gotta think about this, and you know, kind of like in the spectrum of just like why elders, you know, the older generation think we're so soft or just timid or more sensitive, of course, like that. Because, man, right now we are going through a big transition, right, in our society where we're talking about our feelings, uh, our mental spaces, uh, we're talking about our relationships, how we feel about certain things. We're asking ourselves and we're starting conversations that we've never had before, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like the the beauty of it, you know what I'm saying, the good that comes from um, what our generation is doing that the generation before couldn't do or wasn't allowed to or just didn't have the privilege or even the time to really talk about these things. And I, you know, when we came up with this idea for this conversation, I was thinking about my grandpa. You know, he worked the uh, he worked the factory job as a taxi driver, right? And he, for damn sure, used to call me my brother soft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was thinking, like, man, why is he calling me soft? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm doing all I can to prove him how tough I am. You know? And it was just it's it's really just a, a upbringing difference. You know, our grandparents grew up during a time where. They didn't really have time to talk about their feelings. You know what I'm saying? Right, they was yeah. running from police dogs. You know what I'm saying? They was getting hosed down. Jim Crow was in their face, right? I feel like they didn't have the space and opportunity or even just even just the thought to talk to sit and talk about like, hey, how'd you feel today? How was your day? You know? Right. Yeah. There was too much shit going on. But now we've been afforded these luxuries of of course civil rights and, and and freedom and to speak and to move however we can or however we want to in the society. And it's giving us more space and more time to really think about how we feel on like a mental level, you know, to really ask people or ask ourselves, what can we do better in society? What what can we do better as people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And I think it's been we've we made tremendous jumps, especially, you know, coming out of the kind of coming out of like the Obama administration into like the meet all these movements and whatnot. I don't want to glorify any any single any single movement, but. All these movements have pretty much just created conversation, right? Where we are talking about things and having discussions. But like what we, like what you were saying earlier, man, there's a line to where we uh, maybe take things, maybe we desensitize ourselves too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we maybe move and we get too too far off that line where maybe we're, we're kind of interfering with our progressions in life, right? Yeah. You know, exceeding to whatever the next step you're trying to get to. And so I feel like before we get into like, you know, the... The bad, we got to talk about the good. So, like, what good has, you know, us, you know, being more sensitive, more, you know, open to new conversations 
has uh, how's that like benefited our society? I want to ask y'all. I mean, I think it's it's a lot of different ways, especially for me. I mean, I remember a quick story on my end, very similar to your granddad. Like my granddad is probably the best. He passed away a couple years ago. Probably the best male black figure I've ever known in my life, top to bottom. Just always provided for his family, loved his wife, like just role model. And I remember one day in college, last time I saw him before he passed away, he was like, how's school going? And I was, you know, I'm taking my engineering classes. I'm like, man, it's good. It's it's tough, but it's good. He's like, what classes are you taking? I was like, I got this one math class. And he goes, you math? You know what math stands for? Mathematics. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm like, Tom, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, he really ain't had no education. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking about it. My granddad, he was a pipe, pipe fitter for 40 years. He was served in the Korean War. It, the, the food was always on the table and the lights was always mm-hmm. on. And his wife was always happy. Right. And so we've come so far to where we are today. It reminds me of like Fresh Prince, bro. Like, you know, drawing that line. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, there's a lot of things that are going on right now, right? Like there's people literally grabbing guns and just killing Asian people yeah. just because they're Asian. Fucked up shit. Yeah. Just because. It's 2021. You know what I mean? This isn't this isn't 1821 where we'd be like, oh, no, that's old. That's in the past. This is a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? And it's all kind of crazy stuff overseas. I know in Myanmar, they're literally, there are protesters who want a certain political government in place who are protesting, getting slaughtered at protests today. Today. Right now. You know what I mean? And so if we didn't have the conversations that we were having, right, to say, hey, look, just because you're Asian or just because you believe in this political group or just because you believe in this religious group or whatever it is, whatever, or just because you identify as X, Y, and Z as a person, right, we're able to have these conversations so that people can, you know, we can unify, come together and think collectively and, you know what I mean, and we can have the technological advances that we've had. We can sit down right now and think about other things except for outside of food, water, and shelter. Yeah. Because my granddad was thinking about food, water, water, and shelter. shelter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it's an entirely different place to live in that we've come so far from because of all of the sacrifices that were made by other generations. Yeah. But it's, it's we've come a long way. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing with that, too, is just nobody thought empathy is the biggest you know word of our generation. Yeah. Because nobody before really just sat down. and was like, damn, I wonder what it feels like to be that person. Caring like, about you ain't had time. like you ain't had time. Right. Like you was either fighting for your own survival, fighting for your family survival or just, you know. Just trying to make it through, navigate, yeah. right? And you're still people are still doing that now. So I'm not saying that we're not. It's just that we, as our generation, we take a step back sometimes. We're like, yo, what what's really going on with this? Right. Like, what can we do to move forward? And I think that's great, right? Because you don't want to be in a society where people don't give a fuck about what's going on either within a different community or different state or different city. Mm-hmm. You want to be cognizant of everything that's around you at all times. Because I, I truly believe our generation is one of the most well-rounded generations, right? We're not just one one shot. One dimensional. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, we can do a lot of different jacks of all trades, right? Like, we want to be able to be multi-dimensional within ourselves and our professional careers and our personal careers, too, right? It's no, there's no time like this before. And I think when the older generation sees that, they respect it. They're like, damn, these these kids, these young people are doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But they also got to throw a little shade on us, too, naturally. Just right. like we're going to throw shade on the next generation. Uh, basically saying we soft, which I think we are soft in a lot of ways. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just got pros and cons. But I think one of the biggest pros is just that empathy thing, man. I mean, 
having the ability to like look at somebody else's situations and be like, you know, I wonder what it'd be like to walk in their shoes. You know, why am I, you know, going to discredit what he or she or they or her, whatever pronoun you want to use are going through just because I'm not the one doing it. Right. No, and I and I definitely and that's and that's like kind of like what really makes America like a a good place to like live in because especially like in a big city like Chicago, you go downtown, you will literally walk past every walk of life. Yeah. Rich, middle class, poor. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, since a lot of other countries, you know what I'm saying, there were just like one class of people, just one race of people, right? Yeah. They don't have to talk about diversity training in the workplace or yeah. like. Um, Words, uh, you know, that shouldn't be used in the workplace, or just words that shouldn't be used. Period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know, just it's really just one race and one almost one one creed of people. But when you put so many different faces, put so many different people from so many different backgrounds, so many different other places in in the world, yeah, and into what you know, a city or a neighborhood, there's a uh, there's there's conversations that should be had. You know what I'm saying? Because of course, you know, we're welcoming so many other different cultures and. You don't know what someone, like you said, you don't know what else someone else had to walk through in their shoes and stuff like that. And you're right, the empathy thing is huge because if at one point, I, I, I still think a lot of people don't really care what other people are going through. Yeah. But at least we're thinking about it now. You know what I'm saying? We're thinking about like, hmm, that's fucked up. We see some fucked up. Mm, that's fucked up. Like, I think the biggest we thing feel is for that person, you're, you're right? Held, when you're in certain spaces, you're held to a certain standard of empathy, right? Like, obviously, when you just kicking it with your peoples and everybody's the same, you can say whatever you want to say, right? But when you're in certain spaces now, yeah. it's like almost like, what, bro? What? That's how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? You're held to a certain standard, which makes you think about yourself and how you're approaching a certain topic or situation or a tragic event or whatever it may be <clears throat> uh, to make sure you're coming correct. So I think that's a big... And, and, big and just like, if you think about like in a bigger spectrum, what is like these conversations doing to help better society? It's making people feel better about yeah. being themselves, which is like great. And I love that, man, because... I would hate to be some, hate to have to hide who I really was. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I know yeah. a lot of people face that type of problems, like day to day, having to you know live two lives, or you know because they're you know they're shunned from their family or their friends because they uh, love they love the, the same sex or they just follow a certain religion, whatever it may be. You know we're, we're having conversations, and especially young people. What I, I really love about us is just that like we just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You say your father, you, you say you love purple, and I love purple too, man. I'm, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. You know what I'm <laughs> There's a lot of people like that, bro. You just want to see your friends happy, you know what I'm saying? You don't care about, you know, what they're, as long as you know, they're not hurting nobody, of course, but you don't care what their interests are and how they feel. And as far as, like, you know, just having that conversations, more people are able to live and more, like, of course, you know, in a sense, follow the American dream, yeah. really fulfill their destiny or whatever goals they have without having to worry about, you know, all, like, the... The, damn, if I'm gonna, someone's gonna hate me because I'm gay today, or someone's gonna hate me because I'm a Muslim. Like, that's a fucked up way to live. You know what I'm saying? I don't want anybody to live like that. Right. And that's why I think it's cool about our generation, man. We tell you, like, hey, man, we don't care what race or creed or sexuality you are. If you cool people, you cool people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm gonna kick it with you. And that's something that our our parents and our grandparents didn't understand. You know what I'm saying? They was, of course, of course, you know, racism was a big factor in that. But I mean, there's black people who are a lot of our grandparents are homophobic. You know what I'm saying? They they don't believe in that type of stuff. Where like yeah. I, us young people are more accepting, more forgiving, more show more empathy. You yeah. know, for other people, and that in a sense just makes the world a better place. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. more people are, in a sense are happy, and if more people are happy, then they're not committing suicide or they're not harming themselves or other people. You'd be building a utopia. You know what I'm saying? A better yeah. society. And that's what I gotta say is like probably like the best part of us. Being labeled as soft or this 
very being a very sensitive generation to things that's going around us. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, it's it's regardless of whether you know whatever you're looking at. I'm a big big proponent of just bringing bringing people together that think differently yeah. is always going to be better, right? If you guys all have a common goal, right? You bring a couple of people who think a couple of different ways, you're yeah. going to produce a better output, yeah. right? Whether that be you know, in entertainment, whether that be in technology, whether that be in, you know, whatever it is, it's it's always just going to be better. Beneficial. You know what I mean? To have people. those those different uh, uh, approaches. So that's why I like it. So so I, just a quick question. So like when we see things like um, initiatives that like these, you know, global companies like Coca-Cola uh, just has like this, you know, this Asian hate uh, thing that they just put out, stuff like that. These companies... Even like you remember the Black Lives Matter thing was going on and stuff like that. These companies it's still going on. Like, yeah, I was on Hulu the other day and it was just a commercial about just like Black Lives Matter. Yeah, like, like the movement's not done. You can get involved. All this. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I like to see shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I was gonna ask like, how do how do how, how do y'all feel when you see stuff like that? Like, cause it's like, man, it's it's weird in a sense because for the first time, it feels as a as a black person, it feels like someone else is looking out for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. We watch a commercial as a black person, especially like during the Super Bowl. There's like a lot of you know Black Lives Matter press, especially when you watch the NBA. Huh? Are these companies? You see, like, oh, these companies are really making putting their you know their dollar to use is to advocate for you know social justice and you know social equality and stuff like that. Like, how does that make y'all feel when y'all see these types of you know these these marketing schemes or whatever you want to call them? I I like it. I like it, but I. I question it a little bit, bro. Not from a skeptical sense. It's it's absolutely a great time to be a black person, a minority, yeah. anybody who's underrepresented in whatever form of fashion because people are a little bit more, they're more open and accepting than they were previously in history, right? Yeah. So it's a great time. But at the same time, I think it, it stifles a lot of the other side, mm-hmm. right? If the whole point was, okay, especially if like if I'm a white male, a white man, right? I want to bring, you know, people who think differently to the table so that we all come together and accomplish this goal collectively, right? With our our, our backgrounds and experience. But at the same time, when you go too far to include other people, you, you missing the point, right? Like, so for example, you could go on, like I was on LinkedIn, changing my little header or whatever at the top, yeah. little photo. It was like 13 photos, nine out of the 13 were either about black people or LGBTQ? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So America is not 90% black and LGBTQ. There are white people there. I mean, like, everybody's there. So when we're only focusing, like, if you look at TV commercials, it's like one out of two people are black. Maybe it's because of the area we live in, but it's like, okay, look, we still like 12% of this country. Like, yeah. we should include everybody else too. You know what I mean? So sometimes I feel like they're just showing that shit just so we can be like, Hey. Oh, okay, we're included. I see me on the Nissan commercial so do, do or whatever. Do you feel like an oversaturation of it? Yes. It's like, yeah, absolutely. And it misses the point, bro. A white man has a certain perspective that's valuable, too. I think you have to oversaturate it based on the oversaturation the other way. That came before. Like, you got... You it's got, like, it's almost, you got to catch up, you know yeah, what I'm like saying? Yeah, like, we're playing a lot of catch that's up true. right now because you got to think so about many the, years doing Jim the Crow. marketing scheme before was just like, Marianne in the kitchen with the new yeah, whatever toaster nice thing, and yeah. shit. And, like, and it wasn't... And, 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 it, like, and you didn't see black face. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's right, because you I mean, you like that shit? Yeah. I don't know. I'm saying, well, who are you right now? I like meatloaf. Yeah, I like meatloaf. That's a nice kitchen set she got right there. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, okay, we have to almost go a little too far the opposite That's true. way just based on what we've been seeing for the past I don't you know 50 hundreds years hundreds of years hundreds of years well I'm talking about like on TV at least yeah. just, we'll keep it to marketing yeah. like TV marketing 
What's up? And I'm and, and I think that I think that exactly this balance is where we start to see that issue. Yeah. And this is just an example, right? Mm-hmm. Of let's yeah, say a TV course, commercial, right? But that's where we see the issue. If you have people who are empathetic, who are saying, okay, there are actual issues, this is wrong. Yeah. Right? And now you go so far as to say, okay, um, so we want to have diversity, so we're going to make everything black. No, 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 no. It's like when you see like the, the black husband and like the white wife or, you yeah, know, I don't just, like that shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just vice versa. But when you go too far, you cross the line because now, now like white people are like, oh, everything's got to be black. Oh, we just got to be black. Now I got to fit in, brother. You know what I mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sit your ass down. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know what I mean? It's about everybody coming to the table. So, the, But the whole point is, is you recognize something that's bad, and then you go too far to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Now the shit look weird. It and look it's the weird. same thing. But I'd rather we, have, what's up, brother? Yeah. What the fuck you doing? Obviously, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> you know obviously we want the problem. We want the problem to be solved. I'm yeah. not saying that. But, but the whole point is, is okay, if we've gotten too soft, well, if... 90% of the country is not black or some shit like that, and everybody's starting to act black just to not get in trouble. That's yeah. soft as fuck. Soft as hell. Because you're not really addressing like the real issues. And it's fake. And it's fake. It's because like fake love in a sense. It's fake love. And I and and I, I see where Will's coming from too. And yeah. I think that's that's the one you know offsetting thing or you know off-putting thing about the whole situation with all the movements, right? It's like you're forced it could be any movement. Yeah. Right. You're forced to like overcompensate your empathy to a certain extent even if it's not like you don't care it's Mm -hmm. just like they force you like people will force you to care like if you're at a you know a social setting and somebody asks well how do you feel about that if you don't say a certain thing it's just like whoa he's an asshole right yeah he's canceled yeah he's can't he's an he's racist you know know what i'm saying or whatever yeah whatever they call you and it's just like no it's not that i don't i really just don't have an opinion on it like i just don't give a fuck i'm just trying to eat my salmon yeah yeah like yes yeah, so that I, wouldn't bother me in the first place. Yeah, I'll yeah. just eat my salmon, bro. That's, so, that's all and, that is. And, and that's, that's and that's something you see like on Twitter a lot when someone has like when something's going on and like 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 the Asian hate thing and stuff like that. Especially there was just like this there was a conversation going on on Twitter that was like uh, why aren't black people supporting the Asian hate movement? Asians were supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. And of course, you know, people said some fucking really it's Twitter, so people gonna say some mean shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, you just like well. Uh, I'm, I'm reading this. I ain't, listen, what I think about it, I'm not going to out myself or just say some shit that is not going to contribute to the conversation. Because if a certain group is getting, you know, targeted, then as people, we should be upset. You know what I'm saying? Right, it shouldn't be right. a, a black or white thing. But what Cam, but just going off what Cam was saying is like, if you see like the Asian hate movement going on and stuff like that, you, you're against Asian hate. You better post something, tag something, you know what I'm saying? Make, make a statement, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, then it's like... Well, do you not care about this social issue? You know right. what I'm saying? Do you not care about this movement going forward? And like Kim said, it's not that I just it's not that I don't care, it's just that like I just don't have an opinion for I mean of course you're gonna have an opinion for it, it's not right. Don't be fucking killing people in the middle of the street. You shouldn't be killing nobody. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you, right? But it's it's certain issues that not and I feel like the Asian hate movement is kinda of like a bad analogy for this for this example. But um it, it's certain movements and certain in and programs it may say like, let's just use pronouns for example. There's certain people just like, I don't want to do that. And like, should we force those people to adjust to the new ways of life and stuff like that? Because, I don't know, and that's when it becomes like, oh, why are we getting soft where we got to be like, we got to please everybody. We're I, pleasing everybody at this point, right? I, I know what you're coming from too. And I think <clears throat> the Asian movement, I mean, the Asian situation was different because you don't want to see nobody getting hurt. Yeah. That's like, totally different. But the pronouns is a good example because it's something that's like, 
I have to adjust what I've learned since I was in a, kindergarten. And it's not a big adjustment. I, I'm not going to no, lie. And it's not a big like adjustment, a big but adjustment. it's an adjustment. Yeah, I mean, the first yeah. thing you learn in kindergarten is your pronouns. You know, that's your pronoun. I mean, like, that's not, like, if you would have told me the pronouns back then, how they were now, I would have accepted it just the same way. But it's just like, now I got to readjust everything, which is fine. Well, I get it. Imagine like, being 25 and 18, you know, when niggas, on Juneteenth, when niggas freed. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, I've learned, you know, since kindergarten. Yeah. That that Jimmy just be in the field. Yeah, nigga so, but <laughs> it's the same no, thing. I, I, it's, it, no, it's different. It's different. Is it? It is. The reason why it is is because I can just call you by your first name. That too. That's it. And just be done with it. But like, it's like I have to accept. You know, I'm not even gonna go too far into it. Sounds the same to me. It it sound it it sounds the same, but I'm also not putting my hands on nobody neither. And that's the difference. I like hanging out with nigger Jim. <laughs> we're but, friends. We're friends. I think I think in in the sense of just like like I said, it's pleasing pleasing everybody where that maybe change is good, you know what I'm saying? You change have to change to go for, right? And it takes time to change stuff like that. And that's when like I know you see like the Black Lives Matter, we see all the propaganda and sure I'm and I'm sure some white people have changed their opinion heavily, like heavily about black people and people of color, yeah, right? Of because you they see these traumatic things and they're starting to listen to these conversations. But most people are just going to stay... I feel like most people are just going to stay the same. Behind closed doors, most people yes. aren't going to change. Not, yeah. But that's not the point. The point is, like, as a society, as a whole, like, when you walk into a social setting, the conversations are, are going to be different because you're going to be held accountable to talk a certain way, act a certain way, and be a certain way. That's the whole goal. Is that a bad thing, though? No. To be a better person? No. It's, it's society but if you're not that you person, So if you if you a certain person in your home and you're a different person when you go out in public... That's a problem. And we that's all everybody. And we all that's, that's, no. that's, yes, nigga. That's yeah. everybody. That is everybody. You're not 100% the same way when you kicking it. That's a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're not. It's, that, like, that, that, it's that, like the Miles Leonard thing, right? When he said what, you know, what yeah. he said. They probably, him and his boys probably talk like that, you know, just kicking it, you know, at the, you know, at their house or whatever. All the, you know, probably just talk like that. When you go outside, you can't talk like, like that, that no more. Yeah. It's the same thing like at your crib. Like your parents probably talk a certain way when they're at the crib. And then they don't they talk out. a certain way, yeah. That's just how that's okay. how it's always been. I'm not saying it's good or bad. That's it should everybody be has everything. But, the whole but everybody is, has, you got you can't keep it a bean yeah. all the time. You can't. That's, you can't keep it a bean all the time. But that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. So every generation solves that problem more and more, bro. Because if you think about some of the craziest that's things, fair. right? If yeah. I'm in my crib and I'm hanging out with my friends or my family, I'm not going to murder them. But I'm also not going to murder them in public. We just know that from thousands of years, you don't kill people. Yeah. That shit ain't cool, right? So there are certain things we do inside and we do in public. And so when there are things yeah. that you're hiding in public, you do that because you know subtly that that's wrong. So okay, in, yeah, in Jim yeah. Crow, they were like, okay, yeah, we're not racist. We're not slaves. But like in the crib, that's still nigger Jim. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say that in public, though. But, but in the crib, that's still nigger Jim. And so that's a problem every generation is starting to solve so that the yeah. person you are in private is more the of the person you are, you are in public. Yeah. And that person in private is a good person. I mean, That's yeah. the whole struggle yeah. of every generation, yeah. bro. So you're supposed to be keeping it the bean outside. Yeah. I want to separate two things, though. There's a difference between having a conversation and you just kicking it, you know, talking shit or whatever, whatever. And there's a difference between like going out and physically harming somebody. Right, because you know it's wrong. And that's that's kind of where I'm saying like, 
I want that to be differentiated, right? Right. No one should ever go out, no matter what the rhyme or reason is, and put their hands on somebody that's because of the way person. they look you know or the way they talk or the religion. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Now that we just now we just kicking it and we shooting the shit. And, you know, I say something that may isn't may not be politically correct. correct. Yeah. Like I should be chastised for that because I'm kicking with my boys. That's the question. But that's the, but that's so, but that same conversation when I'm at like a set, you know, on this podcast. I'm a, I won't say it, or if I go out, I won't say it just because yeah. you never you know, know who may be listening. Wrong. No, it's not you because I know it's wrong. wrong. It's because I don't know how someone else is going to take it. I know y'all, right? So I then the question y'all. is <laughs> that even more prevalent, even yeah. more prevalent, right? So in that scenario, the whole reason we're talking about this is what's the line? What's too soft? Yeah. Am I am I not saying something as an example that in public, am I not saying some shit because it's wrong or because it might hurt somebody else's feelings? It's because both. it's going to hurt somebody. It's both. It, both. it could be both. It's both. And, but isn't that wrong in a sense? If you know it can hurt somebody's feelings, that means it's wrong. So then why are you saying it at all? Because that shit funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever yeah. it may be. So no. where's the line, bro? So should we should right. we be going because out and living our lives, avoiding trying to hurt because people? I gotta be me. I still gotta be Cam Brown. Yeah. Like if if I'm kicking it with y'all, we playing poker, we're shooting cards, playing cards, whatever. Mean, we have to go like we finna go to a barbecue after this, and we hanging out shooting the shit. Like and somebody goes, well, that's not politically correct. Well, I'm not on CNN right now. <laughs> so whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's my. You know what the fuck I want to say? And these walls. I still got freedom of speech, First Amendment. I got freedom of speech. I can say what okay. I want, even if it hurts your feelings. Sorry. <laughs> so, but I was, but just to like you know, take a step back real quick because we was talking about having conversations with our with our friends, right? In yeah. personal settings. Yeah. What happens if your friend texts you? You say some fucked up shit. And your friend texts you because you say. Then I really must have said some fucked up shit. <laughs> if y'all had to check me, then because okay. because ultimately that's what we want white people to do. Yeah, we want if they if they say some racist shit amongst their white friends, and they're not racist. Check your white friend. You know what I'm saying? Now, we it's different, say though. some fucked up shit. We're not oppressors, though. Y'all got to do some shit. We ain't got to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because one thing is one thing and one thing is But you can see how thing. that can get messy, though, right? No, you it's know? not. It's simple. It, it's, it's not black it's and not white. Messy. It's definitely gray. Because it's not messy, we can't be talking down. And let's say we're not even talking. Let's say we're in a group of just us, right? Black yeah. folks just chilling, hanging, right? Kicking it. Yo, we can't be talking about... Um, Race, racist. We can't be talking about racist thoughts about Indians or Asian people. You know what I'm saying? And think that that's okay because we're not oppressors. But I know what you're saying. And we don't. And we don't want Asian people or Indian people. You know, having fucked up conversation, calling blacks, you know, lazy or bums, just like that. We don't want that to happen, right? I understand what you're saying. And so we should kick that habit when we with our homies. And and I'm just thinking just chronologically, right? You know what I'm saying? If we want a better society, you know what I'm saying? So we gonna. It's like you got you to check your homie. You so know what I'm saying? So the question is, is where's the line? Where's though? the because line? Why, why am I not? So so I know in this scenario, this situation, even if the camera or and, and everything recorded was off, bro, we unplugged everything. I'm still not going to sit here and just talk shit about somebody who's Asian. We yeah. don't do that anyway. That's what I'm saying. But I'm going to do that because, right, like I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but it's also the wrong thing. Where's that line? I'm where just not even like, thinking about it like, like that. Like. Because but, you know it's wrong. Well, it, yeah, I know it's wrong, but it's just so like where's the line? The line so who the is line? soft? Let's start there. Who? What is soft today? Soft today is when you're overly kind or empathetic to someone, not because you want, like, not because out of the goodness of your heart. It's because the outside pressures of society are forcing you to do so, and then you're like, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to get in line with like 
what society moves right. towards. Okay, okay. I would, and, okay, my fault. You can't finish the And I remember, Will, you asked us, how do we get to this kind of, how do we talk about this topic? And I remember now. It was the Michigan State UCLA game a couple weeks, like a week or two ago. Remember when, oh. Slap oh. Buddy, when slap Enzo buddy, like, got into it with, with, the, player, with the player and like the media blew up. Well, this is crazy. He put his hands on like, him. Should he be fired for yeah. this? Like, it was like, come on, bro. They're in the heat of the moment. Like, they're in a passionate in the game. You know, they, you know, had different opinions about a defensive set. They talked it out. Motherfuckers get heated and you, you brush it off, you keep it moving. It's human interaction. Right? Right? And he did slap his shit, that's though. Normal, <laughs> right? He did slap his shit, though. Yeah. Who would love slap? And, and, and it's like. <laughs> he cares. Are we really like that's what that's yeah. what we saying is now too that's too much and so I, so that's the thing like where do you draw that line bro where do you say okay I'm not gonna talk shit about somebody in public or private because that's just wrong and okay I'm also not gonna do a certain thing in public because that's wrong but I'm not gonna go too far just because I don't want to hurt their feelings are you telling me to I, do think, that? I think when it gets in the way line? when it gets in the way of of, of improvement right yeah. of individual mm. like because like the the old like I was telling about the Chris Rock joke. Um, Talking about a millennial so soft, a girl gets, you know, she's crying because her boss didn't say hi to her. You know what I'm saying? I love when, that one. Because I've seen that before. It's, I've seen it, man. <laughs> and it's it's crazy because sometimes we, we get so attached to our emotions, so, you know, mentally built up. You know what I'm mm. saying? I'm just so just like, how am I feeling at every... Because you're not going to feel great at every second of the day, right? It's just yeah, it's, it's impossible. But, like, when, and when it gets in the way of you, like, being, you know successful or just being just studious or getting shit done, that's when it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because if you crying because your boss didn't say hi to you, chances are you're not doing what you're supposed to do at work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're too emotional. It's, and it, that's, that's the thing, too, is like they want, you know, like saying we have so many movements and they kind of throw it in your face. And it's it's hard not to, if you're, if you're a human, it's hard not to show empathy to these people who are being wronged and hurt, right? If you are human. And so you see this, and it's like automatically just makes you overly emotional. You just like, damn, that's some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? And so now you just thinking about it. You have a heavy heart now, and so everything you just waiting for something to just tick you. You know what I'm saying? For you to just to clap. So it's it's, it's tough I got because like you I see all this in the media. You, you see these yeah. bombings of these countries. You see yeah. these kids that are infamous. You see people getting gunned down in the street. People getting kicked in the street. You know what I'm saying? Just attack, bro. Why are you yeah. at me? I we, my phone, my phone. He said like this nigga. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's well, like, I hit kicking kids in the street. <laughs> no, it's like the, man, the man like attacked that woman in, in uh, New York the other day. Man, it yeah. was crazy. Like yo, like what? It's it's tough to like not feel for these people, right? And so if you just just you know just overly you know the, the media and everything that's being thrown at you from social media and just the news is making you just overly soft and like that's 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 tough because like this, which is gonna block out everything. You know what I'm saying? And I was gonna ask you that too because that's what some people like. You see so much trauma right. Right, in the world, and there is a lot of trauma, right? There, you know, you may just be the type of person that's like, you know what, I can't do nothing. Change, fuck it, whatever. It is yeah. what it is. Type shit, and you keep it moving, like you keep because you can't, you can't fight every battle. Yeah, you can't fight every battle, and I think that's one of the other things too that I know a lot of, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of podcasts and comedians talk about it. Actors, like you, see so much stuff, and everybody in your community wants you to, you know, put action to all these different causes. Right, it's right. So hard. Right, it's so hard yeah, to be like hours this one matters. This one matters. All of them matter, but like, which one do you spend the, the time, energy, and resources to yeah. actually make improvements? And that's a tough question. And that's very tough. That's very tough. You know, and I think knowing what what you care about 
and knowing which ones. If everybody, you know, if you got 10 people and two people follow this movement, two people follow that one, and everybody collectively comes together to push those movements forward, mm-hmm. I think that's the best, you know, in my opinion, it's the best thing that we can do for society versus one person trying to feel like they got to, you know, contribute to all these right, different movements. Right, right, right. And I think that, 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 I think that's a really good point, bro, you talk about where, where it's really at the end of the day about the goal of, the next generation should have this problem solved, whether yeah. that be, you know, respecting Asian Americans or respecting, you know, the LGBT community. You know what I mean? Regardless, we want to get all of those problems solved over and it's just going to take a long time. Right. And yeah. so as long as, you know, that what you're doing doesn't get in the way of that, like it's, it's, it's not a distraction, essentially. Thanks. Right. That's what you need to be doing. And that makes a lot of sense, bro, because I could imagine, like, for example, you think about somebody crying at work because her boss don't say something to her that's not helpful yeah. right you want to have empathy and or like or like you know whatever it is like if you you struggling for uh equalizing the women gap for for um for wages you crying on your desk not gonna help jane yeah it's not gonna help <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. so you always gotta have that focus and that's what's important i think that's a really good point